Hey, 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 good people. It is yours truly, Rashawn Ali. Welcome to the Cool Sore Podcast. So very happy to feature cool people today. Yes, we have Ken Ford. He is a musician and violinist extraordinaire, but we'll get into his story coming up momentarily. And Cool Sore Collective, I need you, I need you, I need you now more than ever before because I need for you to come hang with us this Saturday at Total Fitness Revolution for the Cool Sore Roar Ride. So with your registration, you get a t-shirt. It's just $25. I've got 38 bikes and I want to see sores from AKA, Cool Sores from DST, Z5B, Sigma Gamma Come hang out, have a good time, sweat and sisterhood, okay? Come show love to all of your Greek sisters, your sorors, line sisters. Come out and have a good time. It's a networking time and it's also time to get your sweat on. So the coolsororride.eventbrite.com is the information that you need, okay? So we're so happy today because Green Top Gifts has something just for you. Do you know Clarence Claus? Well, we do. And he certainly looks good on the amazing wrapping paper offered at greentopgifts.com. All you have to do is log on to their amazing websites and get yourself ready for the holidays. What better way than to get yourself ready for the holidays than by getting the amazing wrapping paper that they offer? Also, hoodies, my favorite, the Clarence Claus hoodies, and they look just like your favorite grandpa. Yes, he is so cute. Greentopgifts.com, and your code word is COOLSOAR for 10% off of your purchase. Now we are ready for the cool people feature here on the Cool Soar episode, and he is Ken Ford. He's the king of strings, my cool people feature of the week. Enjoy. Cool people do cool things. But once you realize, look, I can't get what I need from that situation, I have to like do some personal self-development. Then you go to the next level. I encourage people to get out of your comfort zone. What was your normal before? You gotta outsmart yourself. You gotta introduce yourself to a new way of living. Cool people say cool things. You need to make sure that people know who you are and what you stand for. And so I learned I have got to have unshakable belief in myself to be able to go out there and demand what it is that I know I deserve. I'm Rashawn Ali, and this is Cool People. Just be cool. It is a pleasure to always take a break and have the Cool People episode here on the Cool Sword Podcast. And today I'm joined by musician, violinist, extraordinaire, but all around good person, oh, Mr. Wow. Ken Ford. How you doing, hey, sir? Hey, I am great. What's up, Rashawn? I know. We've been knowing each other a long time. I mean, when I tell you, it's years. It's been years. Wow. Since my first radio station, I think Hot 107.9. I don't know. Ooh, it's one of those. One of those. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So let's talk about you and your musical journey. When did you know you had a passion for music? Ooh, 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 ooh. Right. You went way, okay, that really started like at two or three years old because Mm -hmm. um, I can remember playing bongos for my family. Like all my family would gather around in the living room and I'm like playing percussion. And I'm I'm this little boy, they're like, wow, he's keeping in beat. Like, how is he doing that? Right. So it it really started early and and, and, um, I remember going to, I'm an only child, so my, my parents took me everywhere with them and my dad was a DJ. And um, he's at one of his parties. He was DJing, and I'm I'm sitting playing with the little girl that lives there. Uh-huh. 
And one hand, I'm playing with her. The other hand, I'm playing on this little toy keyboard. But I'm playing Al Green, like, verbatim um, from just listening. And everybody is, like, stopping, like, dude, your son is playing this little keyboard. Right, right. along with the music and actually in tune and all that. And so it was at that point my parents just kept instruments in my hand. Yes. Every time somebody had a birthday, whether it was them or me, they went and bought me an instrument. Yeah. And then one day the violin just came along. Oh, yeah, wow. So. Yeah, we'll, we'll get into the violin. So <laughs> you could have been, it could have been aptly named a, a child prodigy. Well, I don't know. I mean, it, for somebody to sit, you're, saying, you're playing with the little child and then you're playing <laughs> piano at the same time by ear. I know, you know, it's funny. I just never called myself that. I never really thought about it that way because I th- always thought a child prodigy, you know, they're playing in the symphony at 10 and yeah, doing yeah, all yeah, that yeah. kind of stuff. But um, I guess in my own little way, I am and, and didn't really know it. Right. I, it was because it's so much a part of me. It's a part of my soul. So it doesn't feel like I'm doing anything outside of me. It's yeah. all a part of me anyway. Yeah. What was your upbringing like? It seems to be uh, festive, but oh, yeah. like, <laughs> what, what was it like? And you grew up here in, in Atlanta. And I grew up in here in Decatur. In, on the east side. On the east side. Yes. Where yes. It's where it went yes. to Towers High School. Come on, Towers. Yes. I went to Towers. Yes. My daddy used to coach there. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, oh wow. We're not going to age ourselves, but we do that off. off. Okay. <laughs> Off the microphone, but know, yeah, you you, you might you. I'm sure you know I my dad. I almost went there and say, wait, okay, well, no, we're not gonna go. Oh, you from Decatur, Decatur? I'm, I'm from Decatur, Decatur. You know they got that of, new Decatur now. Oh wait, yeah. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're, right. Yeah. 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 Walking dogs and stuff. All of that. It's nice. That. We get it's it. Real nice. Right. Well, we from we from we all Glenwood, y'all. <laughs> okay. And, and what's funny? I'm off of Glenwood again, but in a different way. In a different way. <laughs> you, oh, now you in Decatur or Atlanta? I hear you. It's all good. Keep it real. Keep it real. But what was your upbringing like? Oh man, it it, it was great. Um, first of all, being an only child, you don't have any brothers and sisters to blame anything on. Right. So, you know, when you do something stupid, it was like you knew it was you. But one time, uh, I mean, I was a regular boy. I used to, you know, play with fire, did the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, um, no, I'm not encouraging that. But right. this one day I was messing around with that and, and, and uh, burn a hole in my mama's carpet, right? Oh, Lord. Oh, in the Lord. living room, right? I put it out and everything. But I put, a like, a piece of newspaper there. for It was there for Ever, right? How long was forever? Like, you really thought you had gotten away with I this? I thought I got gotten away with it. I, I mean, I know it stayed there at least a year. Because nobody really never went in that room. And uh, But anyway, you said my upbringing. <laughs> Wait a minute. I want to know about when she found it, though. She went to clean up. Uh-huh. And she was like, butter. Okay, now I didn't told you my nickname. But, butter? Butterball. And, and everybody called me butter. <laughs> so. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Okay, tell okay, me what she, she said. And we're going to get back to it. a whole other direction. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, that's that was my childhood. Just being regular. And yeah. I wasn't, you know, they didn't. My dad used to trick me into practicing. He didn't force me. He used to trick me. He'd say, son, come and play me to sleep every night so I go in there playing Mary Had a Little Lamb the best way I could squeaking and he would act like he was going to sleep and so he did that every day and that got me to play every day yeah and and what was the age uh butterball that you uh (laughs) (laughs) see why you playing it actually sounds normal to me like you family now right you see as long as we've known each other never knew that (laughs) see things are always revealed oh Oh on this show you deserve that you've been thank you long i've been around a long time yeah you've been around right you get right <laughs> what, what what how old were you when they said violin uh, 
nine years old. Actually, what happened, the teacher um, passed around a picture of um, instruments in the classroom because back in the day, you had to play an instrument. Right. It, it was no choice. And the first thing I chose was the upright bass because all the other little boys, saxophone, trumpet, drums, and I was like, I want it to be different. Mm -hmm. So I chose the upright bass, and then at the last minute, I changed my mind because I thought about it. My parents, all they had was a little small Volkswagen. I was like, this is way too big. I need a smaller version of this thing, and that's how the violin ended up in my hand. I was just doing it out of convenience, so... Is something small and compact. Yeah, yeah. It, that's how it got in my hand. Now, how it stayed in my hand. Yeah. Man, being around my dad at all this music, one day I'm going through his records and I see this album with this black guy on it holding a violin with no shirt on with the afro. And I was like, wow, what is this? Who, who is this? Yeah, what did yeah. this sound like? And so put that on, it changed me completely. I was like, I want to do that. that. That was Noel Pointer. And he was playing like remakes of Stevie Wonder stuff. And it was just the violin doing something way different than I thought it could. I, I had no idea you can play that kind of thing on the violin. And so that changed me forever. And, yeah. and, and it wasn't about I want to do that as a career and be famous. No, it was more I want to do that, period. It didn't have anything to do with a job or money or anything. It was like, ooh, I want to do that because mm -hmm. that's cool. Yeah. And here we are, cool people. I, I, exactly. Here we are, cool people. What, that, was a, that was beautiful. That was a me right there. That was a me right there. So how did you keep it in your hand? Because you're nine years old. This is Ooh. when this is when we know we are cool, but we're not influenced by other people. Oh, that, but then oh, when you dope. get older, you're like, man. I'm sure you had people say, violin. Okay, so here we are in high school. Mm -hmm. Okay, number one, let, we can even back it up to elementary school. The later half of that, I started, I was like, Mom, Dad, I want a square case because I didn't want anybody to even know no. what I played. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So here I am in this square case. Sometimes I leave it at home. Sometimes I take it home. I mean, uh, leave it at school. And so, you know, my friends would be like, what is that? You, you have an square? I'd be like, line, trombone. Uh, right. Every day is yeah. a different instrument. Trumpet, <laughs> drums. So... It was not easy, and every time I wanted to quit, uh, my dad was like, son, don't quit. You are, this is unique. You're going to make a million dollars one day with that violin, and I believed him, and wow. so I stuck with it. So it took some kind of incentive, and then also my, my, my parents took me to concerts all the time. You know, I was seeing Jackson 5, Earth, Wind, and Fire at an early age, so music was all around me. Yes. So the violin at this point became a challenge. Like, mm -hmm. oh, wait, let me see if I can play this song with it, that song. And meantime, in between time, I was getting classically trained um, a few years um, of music education that way. But I decided, you know what? Man, I want to do my own thing. Yeah. That's what happened. And what, are your, what does your own thing entail? Because, you know, it's not like your everyday artist who has their instrument as their are their vocal cords you're actually playing you know on strings so what is the 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 journey like to to, to being signed or is do you get signed like, <laughs> like what, what i just know you you're that. good at what you do you know what it, you know when i look back at it and, and i ask myself what did i do how did i do this well the answer is i just went with the flow um, I just wanted it. Mm -hmm. And so things happen, and, um, and, and, and that's how the Obama thing happened. Yes. Um, and we, I guess we can talk about that. Yes, please and, and, do. <laughs> yes, Go right ahead. Right. So 
it's, it's one of those things like I used to have a job. I had a job, you know, if you want to say a nine to five, um, because actually I didn't major in music. I got a degree in computer science. So, cause my mom's like always have a backup. Oh yeah, that's what that's that's what they do. You yeah. know what I mean? And they mean well. <laughs> they mean well. Yeah. So I did it. You know, I had a job, and that that was a good thing because violins cost money. Yeah. You know what I mean? So here I am working, but every day after work, I will find somewhere to go and play my violin, rather if for free, just to sit in. Mm-hmm. Um, I would just go out there and and do it. And um, even before the job, I, I mean, I would just go find somewhere to play. It didn't even matter, you know, all those spots in Atlanta back in the day where there was jam sessions going on. I might have known one song, but I would go and play it every time it was having it. And, and little did I know, that was my building my fan base yes, right there. Yes, yes, I was doing social media when it was not even existing. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So that's what I was doing. So I just kept doing that. Next thing you know, I'm getting calls. Hey, Ken, can you play in my wedding? Oh, sure, I do that for free. No problem. Uh, you, know how, you know, that's where it started. Because, right, because that's, that's how you got to kind of get yourself out there. Yeah. We understand the freeze. Right. No longer freeze, though, but I'm just saying. I get and it. don't stop sometimes, right, you know right. what I mean? And speaking of free, that's actually how the Obama thing happened. Um, it, well, there's two kind of ways it happened. There's an internal thing that happened, then there's an external mm-hmm. thing that happened. I don't know which one you want. I can get kind of both. We can, I can combine it. But basically, I'm going to skip up, and then I'm going to go back. Okay. So remember Sam Bukas? Yeah, so I was playing there. I was actually doing a um, video premiere, whatever it was. I don't know if a CD was coming out or what, but it was being videoed. And I can remember uh, at that time, that's when Obama had just made office, as a matter of fact. Um, and, and, and I did a video and everything. And on that video, I'm actually saying, I'm going to play for the Obamas one day. Other people, all their energy. Yeah, I can see him playing for it. So that was that. And we let it all You go. put it out to the universe early. There you go. Way early. So I'm, I'm giving you both things that happened. So here we are again, years later. So I get the call. I get a call that says, um, hey, Ken, we doing, we, we've been chosen to do something for the first lady. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. I wasn't thinking Michelle Obama. Right. You know. <laughs> And we want you to play. I was like, okay, cool. We, we need to do a background check. And I was like, okay, cool. No problem. You know, I'm thinking of something for DeKalb County, you know, in Georgia somewhere. Right. And I didn't realize it was for Michelle Obama until, like, later. But um, the way that even came about, I was doing something I love to do, Rashawn. I yeah. got a call from one of our local congressmen that said, hey, Ken, um, we don't have a budget but I'm running for this, can you come and play for me? I was like, yeah, I got you, because yeah. I knew him. So I came, and then years later, he called me for the, for the Michelle Obama Wow. Thing. So it was- The it, seed it comes, was planted. It was planted, you see what I mean? It comes full circle. <laughs> so it comes full circle, and you know, and I forgot, I totally said that on the video, but that's what I mean, all you gotta do is put it out there and forget about it. Yes. It, 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 it'll show up, and then you really appreciate it. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh yeah, that's right, I did yeah. say that. Yeah. What year was that that you played for the Obama, Obamas? Um, that was 2014, I think. Yeah. Yes. When you were there, take me back to when you were there and in that <laughs> moment. I'm not sure if you get nervous as a musician, but was there a point, you know, leading up to that that you like had butterflies or whatever? Take me back. Um, if anything, you get anxious. Um, and, and, and number one, playing for Michelle is like playing for my wife or you mm-hmm. because she's so for real. Yes. It's not like this prestige. She don't, 
carry herself so uptight that you don't even want to be around her. Yes. She's so cool. Like, before me and my wife took a picture with her, we were like, what do we call you? She was like, Michelle. You right. Know, you know, she's so cool. It, she made us feel comfortable. Yeah. So playing for her was like a delight, you know. Yes. And um, I think the last time I got butterflies when I played, when I had to do the national anthem at the Dome for, you know, in, it, it, for the Falcon fans and you the only one playing. Ooh. And it's like no background or no nothing. And everybody know the national anthem, yes. how it goes. So you can't mess that up. Right. You need every note to be you right. You need every note to be right. So something, you know, when I'm doing my own songs, you know, I can do some stuff. You don't even realize I messed up. You know, but that's different. But um, I really had a good time playing for Michelle, and, and, and I'm, that's, that's like history for me because, wow, you know, yeah. I got a chance to actually do that. Yeah, it's, yeah. And doing, doing something I love. Absolutely. You know? And that's, that's, it will take you far. Yes. You said you had the 9 to 5 and you were playing and, you know, doing your own version of social media before it became <laughs> popular. When did you decide it was time to walk away from that 9 to 5? Ooh, I knew it was coming. Well, <laughs> I didn't decide it. Oh. <laughs> so what had happened? No, okay. And, and, and sometimes you do need a little push. So at the time when I let all that stuff go, I was contracting. Because, um, you know, I did the nine to five working for someone with the benefits. Then I, I started slowly doing things for myself. I started working from home. Then next thing, you know, I'm contracted. So I was kind of working my way out, didn't really know it. So at this point, the manager calls me to the office, say, King, you know, your contract is up. What do you want to do? And something just told me uh, to say, no, I did not want to renew. And here I am thinking to myself, wow, I'm unemployed right now. I'm driving yeah. home. Like, but I wasn't so much worried. Um, even though I had a wife, kids, and all that, I wasn't too much worried because I knew I had this skill set, not the violin. I'm talking about I had a degree in computer science and all that. I got headhunters calling me anyway. So I'm thinking about all this kind of stuff on my way home. I get home. I talk to the wife, and she's like, you know, I have to tell her this thing. And she's like, you know, I'm thinking I'm about to get beat up. No, I'm kidding. She's like, <laughs> but she, she says, why aren't you playing your music full time anyway? What did that feel? How did that feel for you? I was like, know? why you ain't say that a long time ago? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, that's kind of really how you want to say like, really? Like you really had that much confidence in me? I, would, I, I lost that resume so fast. Yeah. And committed myself to what I love. And when you when you commit yourself to something that you love and you believe in, it, it's not even work anymore. I don't I can't even remember the last time I had a job, but I've been surviving. Yes, because I have something I love, and um, and that's what happened. Wow, it, it was that was the turning point for me where I was like, wow, she has more confidence in me than I have in myself. I started playing everywhere. We played for food, bar mitzvahs, funerals, Every, weddings, everything. everything. Yeah. Because I thought I had to. Then I realized, like, wait a minute. I can actually pick and choose. Oh, I can actually raise my price. Right. Whoa, I can yep. do this. So, you, you started to figure out your worth. I started figuring it out. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's, that's beautiful. <laughs> in, in that moment, how good did it feel for you? Uh, to have your wife give you that vote of confidence. Oh, man, that's, that's the greatest feeling. I mean, that someone is in your corner, um, whether it's your wife, a friend, or whatever, someone in your corner to say, hey, you can do it. Um, I know you. In other words, saying that because someone that knows you well enough that knows you can do whatever yeah. it is you're doing. Yeah. And when you have that coming from somebody that important in your life, it's, it's a no-brainer. Yeah. It's a no-brainer. And you've continued to, to flourish. How many albums now? Five. 
And how do you continue to like, like what's the process like for you? Because, you know, I'm always, when I think of musicians, I think of, you know, uh, the, the, again, the singer going in and writing the songs or having a group of people writing songs. Mm -hmm. what's, what's your process like when you're recording? Oh, recording. Oh, man. Or figuring out songs or. I go into my studio and, and with the intention of just, and, and I started just going through sounds. And, and first of all, the fact that I'm going in my studio and then booting up the computer, I'm in the mood to do my music. Yes. And, and that's, and actually it just stays on anyway, even mm -hmm. overnight. You never know. I just come downstairs and just get in the basement and just do music, not necessarily pick up my violin, but nine times out of ten, I usually do. Right. But, um, and I go in there and I just start going through sounds because I feel like in, in whatever mood I'm in, and then if a sound hits me and I start building from that. Yes. And it's, it's that simple. And I just start building from that one little sound and next thing you know, it, it turns into something or it turns into nothing. Yeah. And then I just save it and I keep moving and I move on to something else. And then, you know, it could be weeks months or years later, I go back to that same little piece and I'm inspired all over again to do something and I hear another part that can be added to it. And next thing you know, it might get worthy enough to move on to the next studio. Yeah. I, I, you know, I keep it and actually start recording. Yeah. So, you know, I get inspired by a beautiful day sitting on my deck. Um, anything just, it just hits you. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We'll have more with Ken Ford coming up in just a moment. And I have to let you know that I know that you have been looking for the perfect box for you and your sorors. Well, I have found the perfect partnership with Founders and Pearls. Yes, foundersandpearls.com is the place for you. You know, you always want that special piece of paraphernalia that just speaks to your soul. Well, you will get that if you subscribe for the Founders and Pearls box, okay? I know a lot of our Founders Days are coming up in January. This will be the perfect gift for a new soror, a gift that you want to give to one of your line sisters or somebody that you truly love or one of your Greek sisters. Not only is it paraphernalia, beauty and wellness items, inspirational, just unique and exclusive paraphernalia from all small businesses. I think that's what I love most about it is that Founders and Pearls, they have found the perfect partnership with other small businesses, making sure we lift as we climb. So foundersandpearls.com, go ahead and press the subscribe button and get yourself a subscription. Coming up in January, we're going to be getting it rolling out. So go ahead and subscribe now. That's foundersandpearls.com. Are you ready for the holiday season? I hope that you are. Green Top Gifts is the place for you to get all that you need for the holidays. And the best part about it is that you get to see what your children's faces look like, not when they open up the box, but before they do it, they get to see Clarence Claus. He's so cute. He has beautifully complected skin. He has a gray beard, and it looks like somebody that they can truly identify with. Not only that, I just have to show them love because they have been featured in O Magazine. Yes, Green Top Gifts has been featured in O Magazine, and you gotta love it because you know they are truly paying it forward. So make sure you pick up the December issue of O Magazine because you will see them featured there on page 
46. Yes, you can see Clarence Claus in the next edition of the O Magazine. Be a part of the movement. Greentopgifts.com. Cool Soror is your code for 10% off your next purchase. Go ahead. Get your wrapping paper. Get your stocking stuffers and get those hoodies and buttons today. Greentopgifts.com. Now, back to the show. Do you know that uh, or do you feel like you've kind of led the way for other like violinists that have come behind you? There are a lot of young cats that are really doing this. I, I'm starting to feel that way. Yeah. I, 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 a lot of young cats are, are, are looking up to me now. Yeah. And I didn't even realize and didn't even realize I even sparked that interest until they start. Even some moms have called me from other young violinists. Hey, my, my son is playing hip-hop violin. He's doing well. What do we do? And, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I, I get those now. So it, it, it is a lot of young violinists up out there that's looking up to me and yeah. as well as I look up to other violinists yeah that, you know that's that's a beautiful thing I um maybe a few years back I met I got I hope I don't say it, Lee England Lee he's a he's a violinist as well mm-hmm. and he told me that his father would say um if you just pay play 20 minutes a day I'll let you stop playing I'll let if you just play twenty. So every day he would play right. twenty minutes a day. We always gotta get tricked. We gotta get tricked, yeah. and you got tricked into got tricked. playing your father to sleep. How long did that last? That whole play me to sleep thing, before you were like, Daddy, it's getting old. I am right, seventeen. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Till I started sounding a little bit better, like mm-hmm, you're not going to sleep. Yeah. Right. 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 Yeah, he started going to sleep for real. That's what happened. Yeah. That's what I knew. Yeah. That's what you knew. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. That's a good thing. That's a good thing. So you have a huge concert coming up here in the yes. ATL, outside the ATL, November the 24th. Let's talk about it. Yeah, actually, any ATL, center stage. Yes. Uh, let's talk about it. What can people ex- um, expect and all of that good stuff from Man, you, Ken Ford? I am so looking forward to this show. It, it's, it's like... Uh, Everything that I have endured through the years and just coming out at this show, like I, it's, I can't even explain it, Rashawn. It's like I've been practicing like 20 hours a day. It's, I, I feel so good about it, and um, it's just my, it is my own show. It, you know, I'm not waiting for a promoter to come and hire me and yes. all that. I was like, you know, if I can get this venue myself, I can put on my own show and, and keep your coin. Keep your coin. You ain't like, gotta do no splits. Right. And Man. once again, guess who I did that with? Your wife. <laughs> See? Come on now. Come on, power couple. Right. Exactly. We're very comfortable here. Can like, you guys why tell? You waiting on the phone to ring. You can, you know, uh, here we go again. So you, you need that push in your corner. I wasn't even thinking that way. So, you know, but it really makes sense now because of the new CD. And, and now I'm not on the label. So I'm just, just free. So yeah. this concert, you're gonna see. Freeness. If I want to go over, I can go over. If I want to stop the show, I can stop. Is I'm in control of everything, and there's no better feeling than that. I can tell you lean back in your oh, chair yeah. when you said that. No, I did. So <laughs> was there a point? Obviously, there was a point where you did not feel free in your artistry. Oh, obviously, it was, huh? Yeah, that's. <laughs> I mean, I hear it. Right, 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 right. It was a point. Yes, it was. But I had to take control of my own talent. I'm the I'm the product. You, you see what I'm I mean? do. Yes. <laughs> and that's what you have to do. Yeah. So you walked away from that deal? I walked, yeah. Yeah, or, I walked, yeah, I walked away and I'm glad I did. It, yeah. it, it just feels good. Yeah. It feels real good just to be your own. And um yeah. You know, you've mentioned your wife a lot um during our podcast, of course and rightfully so. But what would be your advice to married couples? 
What is my advice? Well, and, and you know, I guess if you're asking for advice for, for married couples, that, that sounds like, okay, what can I do with my, yeah. <laughs> with my, my situation, yeah, yeah. you know, based off of what, what's going on? Well, every, I, I think the most important thing about that is respecting each other's place in their journey. Oh, that's really good. I, I, don't, I don't know if, if, if you know what I'm talking about. Absolutely well, know that. Yeah, I mean, you, I've been married 15 years, oh, and we've right. been through the, the where we have <laughs> been in different places of our journeys that don't match up. Right, and it don't match up. Yeah. That's okay. Yes. Acknowledge that and just be and, and respect each other. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And respect yourself as an individual and be honest with yourself first. Yes. Because if you're honest with yourself, then you'll be honest with everybody else. It's so funny. I said that last <laughs> night. Because we're, my husband and I, we're at a really good place in our marriage. Right, um, right. Last night, he had some, he's very anal about his paperwork. So he had some paperwork underneath the computer. But the dog, when he wasn't there, had gone in there Uh-oh. and messed up the paperwork, right? <laughs> and so I was like, honey, the dog messed up the paperwork. Oh, my gosh, been days and weeks getting this together getting this together and he was very upset and I was like can I make a suggestion he was like actually no because I won't receive it well and I'm like I'm all right but 10 years ago I'd have been like why you can't listen to me see that's the See, that's exactly. what, and I'd be like, right. you know what, you're Sometimes right. Sometimes the person needs the space to get over it, and then you can come back. And the fact that we're so good now that he could actually say that to me, and I could be oh. like, I love you, babe. It was a point I probably couldn't say that. Absolutely. He knew right. that we're good now. That you, And it's those little things. Those little things like that? that are respect the timeline. That are so big in yep. growth. Yep. So big in yep. growth. Oh, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. Okay, leading into 2018. <laughs> What is next for you, sir? Woo, I don't know, but I know it's good. Oh. And that's how I've been living, Rashawn. Yes. I have no big plan that I've written down for next year. I have things that I, I have spit out and put in the universe, and then I just let it happen. Mm-hmm. And, um, and that's because as soon as you make a plan or put a, a thing in there, it, you're limiting yourself. Yes. Because you can get it actually... 10, 20 fold if you just be open. Be open. To receive. Yes. And that's where I am 2018. Just open to Open receive. to receive all the blessings that are in store for you. <laughs> I love it. I love it. But the big thing, we got to pack these two shows out. November 24th, <laughs> exactly. we have two shows, 7 p.m. and 11 p.m. Center Stage, ATL. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. Ticketmaster.com. Well, this has been certainly enjoyable, Mr. Ken Ford. I am very happy for you. I'm so glad that we were able to connect. Yes. And uh, years and years and years and years and years. years. But it's always been a good time. Mm. And I'm glad we don't have to, you know, sit on the radio and take breaks. We have a long form interview. (laughs) I get to know about you. I know about Towers High School now. Yeah. I never knew that before. I know. See the things? It's the things that you can come up with. <laughs> when you're doing your own thing. When you're doing your own thing. <laughs> we can have a whole an entirely different conversation. Ooh, you know it, Rashad. Yes, you yes. You already know it. Yes, but the freedom, like you said. Freedom. The, the folks will feel the freedom, and I feel the freedom amongst us right now. Man, okay. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> yes, yes. Ken Ford, how can people find you social media? I know now you got the new social media. I, I know, so, right? So how can people find you? Um, um, Ken Ford, King of Strings. That's I love it. I love it. On Instagram and Facebook, (laughs) King Ford, King of Strings. Very, very easy. And then KenFord.net for more information. Thank you again for joining us here on the Cool People edition of the Cool Sore episode. I certainly appreciate it. Thank you, Rashawn. Ken Ford, everybody. 
Hey, what's up, y'all? I'm Ken Ford, King of Strings, and I'm hanging with cool people because I'm cool people.